Welcome to day four of our journey through this phenomenal prayer that Jesus gave us as a model to teach us how to pray. Yesterday, if you remember, we looked at arguably the most astonishing phrase in the whole prayer, our Father. Today, I'm going to focus on perhaps the most overlooked phrase in the whole prayer, namely in heaven, or to translate it a little more accurately, in the heavens. It literally means in the air or the sky. Now, thinking of God in heaven, it, it can be helpful in reminding us of how unimaginably glorious and powerful and above us he is, and that we're to approach him always with reverence. He's sovereign, he reigns, he rules, he's above everything. There is no one and nothing that is not under the authority of our heavenly father. He rules over all nations and all rulers and all kingdoms and all races and all religions and all political affiliations. He rules over all times and places and peoples. He's above and over all things, which means there is nothing we can't talk to him about, which sounds great, doesn't it? But it does have a negative effect on some people. For starters, sometimes people get kind of strange ideas like, well, if God's sovereign, why should we pray? Answer, because God's sovereign. It's like saying, my dad's in charge, so why would I talk to him? Because he's in charge, he could actually help. And so it shouldn't be any discouragement to pray, quite the opposite, because our dad is in charge means we should pray. I think the other potential problem is that all this talk of God being in heaven can cause us to think of him as being distant and someplace else, which I'll suggest is where praying to our Father in the heavens is really helpful because the heavens speaks of the atmosphere all around us. It speaks of being as close as the air I breathe. The whole sense is of our Father always near us which I think is a bit of a game changer when it comes to our prayers. You see, air is all around you. It's up against your skin. It's even inside your body in your lung cavity. And Jesus is saying that is how close the Father is to you. I'll tell you, the damage done by thinking of heaven as a far-off place in the future, rather than thinking of the heavens as all around us in the present, it can't be put into words. It's like most of us just don't feel close to God all the time, but we are. And I don't think the issue is with God. Most of the time, it's with us. This feeling that people have of being separated from God, it is a legitimate, valid feeling, but I think for the most part, it's a mental and emotional illusion created by wrong thinking and the ease by which we're distracted away from him by the stuff around us or by disordered loves in our hearts. Reality is that there is nowhere on earth where God is not. Augustine, famously put it like this, God is the reality whose centre is everywhere and whose circumference is nowhere. Or to put it in another way, God doesn't know how to be absent. There are some things that are just impossible for God and one of those things is not being close. And so 
To make this really practical, here's what I'd like to invite you to do. At the end of every day, why don't you invite the Holy Spirit to speak to you about your day? Just ask a couple of questions like, when did I feel closest to God today? And why? Well, when did I feel furthest away from God today? Why? What brought me joy today? Why? What hurt me today? Why? What does this reveal to me about who God is, about how life works, about who I am? I'll tell you, this simple practice will help wake you up to the activity of God in and around you every day. Because if he's closer than the air on your skin, he is working in and around you the whole time. So if you were to grab me and ask me what God's doing in my life right now, I should be able to tell you straight away, he's doing this, he's doing this. Because he's all around me and he's always at work. And it's the same for you. And this simple awareness has the power to transform your prayer life.